tonight we're going to be discussing a hot topic called Girl, Don't Be Messy. But before we go into this topic, I want to introduce y'all to the other ladies of the Girls Lounge. And I have Ronnie. Go ahead, Ronnie. Hello. Crystal. Hey, everybody. And Shayna. Hello. So Crystal brought up this topic. It was a real interesting topic called Girl Don't Be Messy. And pretty much we're finding that being a mean girl is the new normal. So why is it that black women have other issues with black women? I want to talk about that. Let's discuss that. What is up with this new normal with black girls being mean to other girls? It's the new normal. Let's talk about this. I think what I would say is that I always say that our city is like crabs in a barrel. So it's like when I say that, it's like, you know how when crabs are trying to get out the barrel, like they step on each other to try to get to the top or whatever. And I feel that that's how people in our city are. And it's just like they don't know how to separate, you know, being like the old school to the new school. Like you don't always have to be so mean towards other people like you can reach out and help out other people no matter if it's giving them a compliment right. or smiling at a person you could be in the store and just like see somebody that's really cute or that has on a really nice outfit and you'll think like oh she's cute but you want it's like what does it kill you to say something you might have uplifted that person or you might have let that person last another day but right our city and the people like that grew up in our city i don't know if it's like a large behavior or if it's like something that they is just in the person I, you I don't know. Right. And I I feel you on that. It's like, you know, um, you don't know a person. You just judge them based on what you see, um, what you think you may know. And you can't even be friends with somebody just because for no reason, you just mean to them for no reason. Why we can't be, as black women, why we can't uplift each other? Why we can't congratulate one another? Why does it also, why does it always have to be so competitive? Like, have any of you guys ever experienced that? Yes. Yes. Always. What I was getting ready to say was this. A lot of things is because a lot of people are not happy with themselves. Being a full figure plus size woman, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are uncomfortable with the fact that you're happy with yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, because you feel like, well, I'm going to wear my shit or... You know, I'm a, I hold my head up high. They're uncomfortable because a lot of times it's not because it's a problem with you, it's a problem with themselves. They're uncomfortable with themselves. Yeah. Like, it's the, the women that you think like have a lot of confidence to be the most depressed women <laughs> ever. Happy with themselves. Those are the women who go out here, not saying all of them, but a lot of them are the women who, you know, ain't got their body done and they, because, you know, they didn't, they, their ass was big enough. Or they went and got big boobs done because they feel like their boobs wasn't big enough. And then they still get that stuff done and still don't be happy with themselves. True, true. But then they have an issue with you because here you are, you know, maybe a 200-something plus pound woman mm-hmm. and you, you know, you own your shit. Mm-hmm. You fly. You got a lot going for yourself and they, you know, they'll look at you like, how dare she? Right. Or why she's not mad? You know, people want you to be feel bad like them right and that's what the misery loves company thing right you know mm-hmm. when someone is down and out somebody always want to bring someone else down and out as well instead of like you said uplifting mm-hmm. and you know supporting one another that's what we need especially in this day and age 
Yes, and I feel like, and I think I feel like you know, um, a- another thing that I want to piggyback on that with um, the the mean girl being a new normal. These are the same girls that are hosting these women empowerment events. So my thing mm-hmm. is, how are you promoting women empowerment, encouraging motivation, but you're mean to one another? And then the um the session always starts like I'm up here and you guys are down there. I'm going to give you a little bit of how I got on, but, you know, you guys are beneath me. You have to get there at some point. And they all click up together. I mean, do you guys see that on social media? Like, all the mean girls click up together. Oh, I've Absolutely. been to a couple of them before. Most definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. all, the t- all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. And, you know, for our listeners, that is the main reason why we decided to come together um, as as unity to promote the girls' lounge because we don't have anywhere to vent and feel comfortable and feel like it's truly a hundred percent judgment free. And when I say a hundred percent judgment free, that means you you lay something out there on a group, you know, that's not disrespectful. Of course, you join us on a podcast. We're not gonna you know look down on you and and click up because we know each other and feel like you're not part of us, you know, like you're just helping us build our platform because we all need each other. As you know, today is June um, 19th and you know what today is. And I feel like if we're going to promote, you know, Black Lives Matter and we're going to promote unity, we have to unify across the board, Black men, Black women. We can't tear each other down. We have to, we have to be each other's backbone. And And it starts within us as women. And I'm happy you said that because, you know, that starts a whole nother conversation on itself when I discuss people about, you know, the fact that we need to uplift black women as well. Mm-hmm. Because at this time, yes, everything that's going on in this world is affecting our, our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everyone as a whole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people, you know, single out the fact of what happens to black men. Yeah. And it's to a point that we have to learn how to, excuse me, to protect our black women. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about the things that happen to black women, but when you get ready to say that, people be like, oh, this is not the time to talk about it. Yeah. But when is the time to talk about it? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's outrageous the things that are done to black women. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people think to themselves, you know, if it's something to do with, you know, being victimized or something sexual, is always oh, just sex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and people don't think about what that does to a person, someone taking your innocence and things mm-hmm. like that. But like I said, that's another subject for another day. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It's, it's, people get upset because, you know, I had a post I was going to be ready to put up and it was talking about how um, our black daughters matter just as much as our black sons. That's true. And before that's I got to put up, somebody was like, you think you want to put that up right now? Yes, because wow. we have to let our daughters know but they are just as important as our black sons. The things that are happening does not need to be swept under the rug. It's not that you don't matter. You know, we as women are taught to ride or die for your man. You got to be by mm-hmm. side. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at these pictures, you yeah. see black women marching right along with men. But who's marching That's above? right. Who got but up? But then, and, and all, black men aren't the only ones that's getting killed by police either. Like, with Sandra right. Bland, like, she got killed by... You know, she was uh, manhandled by an officer and died. Right. Mm-hmm. Bri- so like, Brianna. Brianna Taylor. Yeah, you know, all, yeah, the young lady. The young lady at the um. You know, well, you know, the young lady here, and, and it happened the episode here at one of the facilities. You know, it um that happened here as well. So it's like we have to protect our sisters because at the end of the day, 
we all that we got. I mean, that's 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 just that's the best way to put it. We can't really put it any other way. So you guys brought up an interesting point when you were talking about. And I know we're not gonna, you know, tap into that too deep because we have a lot, plenty more episodes to go into that. But I do want to touch on something Shana said about women and coming from a place of, you know, abuse and things like that. So do you guys think that? this whole mean girl talking down on one another um, black women not really supporting other black women do you think that's coming from a place of hurt people hurt people like it's a learned behavior like it's a generational curse yes absolutely it's, it starts at home it's, mm-hmm. it starts at home um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're taught and raised to be just this mean girl and think you're on top of the world and everybody's beneath you. I don't believe you was raised. Um, you learned that by yourself. It starts from home. Maybe it's something you've seen from parents or other family members or, you know, hanging around other people that was raised like that or, you know, taught like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I can see that. And I also think that sometimes in a weird way, you know, um, I think sometimes people want to be your friend, but they just don't know how. Right. So, you know, they they give you opposite. You know, I don't like her. Um, her butt too big or, you know, her face is long or, you know, they try to find something. That, that's not her real hair or, you know, another thing. And I have to go there. You know, when I look at my friends, I don't see color, meaning I don't say you know, my light-skinned friend, my dark-skinned friend, you know, to me, that's me. A lot of girls, I've I've seen a lot of girls on um, social media, I've seen it, where the lights hang with the lights, they don't want to hang with the darks, or it's the one dark friend, and she's with a bunch of light-skinned friends, or you got the the slim girls with the slim girls, they don't want to hang with the one girl that's a plus-size girl, you know? Yeah, but you yeah. know what's so crazy? But those are not. But those are not true. But those are not true friends. Those those not true friends. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is, I like women who are confident about themselves. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you are skinny, big, fat, whatever. However you want right. to talk. Right. If you, it's if beautiful. I vibe with you and we have a good time and you're comfortable with yourself, I'm just not one of the people who feel like when I step into a room. That I have to critique everybody that's in this room. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, it's so funny because I went to an event recently, I want to say last week, and I met some girls from the other side of town. So, you know, I'm from Bubtown. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, a lot of girls from the other side of town feel like we have attitude problems. You know, mm-hmm. girls yep. from up, you know, from up, up the way or, you know, girls from the mm-hmm. heights, they feel like we have attitude. And yep. I had to explain to the young lady, she was from East Cleveland, I had to explain to her. It's not that we have an attitude. I said, do you ever think it's the way that you present yourself? Mm-hmm. You ever think that is because you come in with an attitude already? I said, because I'm one of the people, I can go to any spot in Cleveland. I can go to the west side, east side, downtown, no matter what. I even kick with the Dominicans. I kick with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. an issue because I don't come in with this, I think I'm better than attitude. I don't come in, I right. come in open-minded that... These people don't know me, and I'm giving them an opportunity to get to know me. But I explained to the girl, when you come in and you look, you got that face already like, oh, these hoes hate me. 
And she was like, well, yeah. do you think they hate us because it's competition? But what competition? Why do you feel like, why do you feel like everyone has to be in competition? Right. Where's this coming from? It's just another, it's nothing but another form of segregation. And that's what people don't realize. When you start segregating people by saying, oh, that's the light person. That's the dark person. That's the curvy person. That's the BBW person. Well, you know, they don't say that. They'll say that's the fat mm-hmm. person. That's the skinny person. You know, um, and you start segregating each other, you know, by where you live. Because we all have lived in different places. You know, I, I was born and raised in Cleveland. You know, I, I came from 127th and Buckeye. You know, um, but at the end of the day, we all have moved some type of way. And that doesn't, that that's a status. That's just a status. It doesn't mean nothing more, nothing more, nothing less. But that's just another way to segregate yourself to say, oh, I'm better than you. Or I don't mess with that side. Or I don't mess with up the way. I don't mess with down the way. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're just dividing each other. So it's like, well, how do we change that? How, how do we change the perception of the the black woman? Because if we don't respect each other, who is going to, if we don't respect, respect each other, who's going to respect us? Who's going to respect but that's us? But that touches back on what Shayna said as far as like the women getting their bodies done. And that that mm-hmm. starts from the inside. Like if you can't respect yourself, you can't respect nobody else. So that's mm-hmm. like seeing a mansion that's been gutted. The outside look good, but the inside is a wreck. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like we all got to work on each other. We got to uplift each other. We can't, like you said, that's segregation. Because, like, I'm quick to, like, tell a person that, like, they, they think, it will probably be like, oh, I'm from Shaker Heights. They'll be like, oh, Shaker? No, I'm from Kinsman Heights. For real, if you want to be honest, like, yeah. you have to understand <laughs> right. all of these high had they hood areas. And it's not like, oh, I'm not rich. Like, I went and born with a silver spoon in my mouth. But people fail to realize that because they think because they were born in the projects, raised in the projects. No, like, I was raised in the Heights, but I was still raised in the hood. For mm-hmm. and, I, and I can tell you, you know, from experience of even messing up things in my younger days and even as I approach my um, adulthood, man, it's some people that grew up with nothing that got better credit than those who grew up with that silver spoon in their mm-hmm. mouth. Because they understood the struggle and they, and they appreciate the it. And they yep. said, you know what? I don't want my life cut off. I don't want to, I don't want to be walking no more. And, and, and a lot of those who did grow up with a silver spoon in their mouth, they didn't understand the struggle and didn't understand. So they messed their stuff up. And my mother always told me, it's not what you make. It's, it's what you do with what you exactly. make. Right. You know, it's what you do with what you make. And I think if everybody just, took away the biases you will find that 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 young woman that lady that you're dogging that you feel like oh she looks like she's snooty she looks she may just be having a bad day they <laughs> want you to smile and she smile back hey emily it's you so know? funny you say that because what's crazy is i've been told that before like mm-hmm. i've been told i look like i got an attitude i was told that you know oh i just thought you was like you was mean but you yeah, I love kicking it with you. But I have to get people mm-hmm. to understand is that you got to get to know a person. You cannot just judge a person because you think something. You can't judge you know? a book by its cover. That's right. Right. You, 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 you right. think that's the way it is. You know, and depending on where you met me at, because if I'm at work mm-hmm. and you meet me, yes, I have a straight face because I'm about my job. Anybody who knows me know I'm about my dollar. I'm about my money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. of course I'm not going to walk around looking all... Hey, 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 walk all over me, you know, smile, cheeks, whatever. You know, I have to have a stern face. So, yes, that's how the way I come across. I said, but honestly, I'm not a mean person. Um, mm-hmm. Then I seen people who, you know, go out 
like I kick it with their other friends, and then their friends like me. Like, oh, I thought Shayna was gonna be, you know, just all looking at her. I thought she was gonna be like this. I thought she was gonna be like that. And then they were like, damn, she's really cool. Yes, that's that's mm-hmm. that's the type of person that I am. But the problem is, people get this, you know, false perception of a person, or they base it off of what they, other people tell them. You know, right. generalized people, just how Crystal said she went to Shaker. People think all yeah. are stuck up, snooty. They think they think they got it all going on. You know, mm-hmm. but that's not how all girls from Shaker are. Shit, I know some girls who right. was from down the motherfucking way who stuck up and snooty. So it don't got nothing to do with it. It don't got nothing to do with where you from, right? Right, right. It's the individual. Yeah. So you and then, like Ronnie, can- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Like Ronika said, you can't judge a book by its cover because what people, woman to woman, what people fail to realize is that we as women carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. We dealing with our kids. Mm-hmm. We dealing with the stuff that's going on in the We our, dealing with the these world. bum ass men. That's going on with our, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say. These like, bum so ass men. Like, like, I'm the type of person that'll sit back at an event and feel you out. And once I feel your energy, it's like, all right, I can open up to you. Yeah, I'm guilty of it too, but it's like, everybody yeah. isn't the same like everybody isn't receptive to a nice person so i'm not gonna be right. out here like oh hey how you doing and you a mean girl like i'm not gonna deal with that because right we you, have you recognize it understand that you recognize it and right. you know i know people who be like oh i don't know why she doesn't like me you know why they don't mm-hmm. like me. <laughs> you know you know because you know if you gave that vibe off like if you gave a vibe off like uh <laughs> Don't, don't talk to me or be like you know don't touch me or I just really don't want to be around people some people have that attitude some people give that vibe off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you know I, I want to add the million dollar question here so with that being said do you think a person or multiple people that are messy do you think it's any way and I could be making up this word is it any way to switch from being messy to not being messy or unmessy like once you once you've been classified as messy is that just you moving forward there's nothing you can do about it or do you think that that person can change i believe that you start i think that person can change i think they can change i do i think you can change because i know some people don't get me wrong i don't think they thought they were really being messy i think they believe that it was the norm you know, because okay. some people pick up this vibe. Some people pick it up. You ever meet a girl who's very quiet to herself and she meets some people, she get involved in those people. Well, she used to actually talk to everybody, but then when she meet, she click up with these mean girls, you know, guilty by association. Right. Mm-hmm. And then now she starts doing shit, not, not knowingly knowing that she's starting to do the shit that they do. She becomes mm-hmm. a mean girl or become messy, you know, and right. some people don't know that that's what they're doing. But I believe that some people can't change. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I know somebody who was messy as hell. Yeah. But as they got older and they realized that they were damaging people, mm-hmm. they did change their ways. But it took a while to gain okay. back that trust because they didn't realize what they were doing was, was messy. They thought that, oh, it's cool. But yeah. other people do it, it's not okay. I mean, think about it. When you sit in the room and people choose to talk about a person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have to say nothing. You ain't right. gotta say shit. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. You can defend the person if you rock with that person like that. You can defend them, or you can say nothing or at all. Or just keep your comments to yourself, right? You don't Thank have you. to feed it to but, right. but, but then you don't have to be messy, messy with another another person. But this when you become messy. Don't take what the fuck they said and go back to that person and tell that person everything this person said. Because now that's when you become right. messy because you sit in that room and continue. 
if you didn't take right. that for me, then shut the fuck up all around. Exactly. And see that that now now you're talking about something else because that's the biggest thing. If a person feels comfortable enough to talk about me in front of you, right? Then you didn't say some things. And, so. and you didn't say nothing, but you want to bring it to me. My thing is, what behavior did you display to make that person feel comfortable enough to just kick my back in? Right. Or mm-hmm. and then even that, even that, what did you say to that person? What did True. you say? Because right. I've been in situations like that. I don't get me wrong. I, I'm one of the people people feel comfortable talking to me. Don't know why. Yeah. They just feel comfortable yeah. telling me shit. And I've been mm-hmm. in situations where people have decided to talk about people. Mm-hmm. And my response to that has been, I tell them. Like, well, if you had an issue with such and such, why you, you know, why you ain't telling that you got a problem with her? Right. Well, right. Like and then, it's not really like that, but I mean, I've said something to her. I said, well, don't you think you should be having this conversation with her? And so, how does that saying go? I always get it wrong. In, a, a, a person that a, a a dog that a bury a bone will bring a bone. How it go? A dog that carry a bone will bring. A dog that carry a bone will bring a bone. A carry a bone, a bury a bone. There you go. There you have it. There you and have I think, it. like, to be transparent, we mm-hmm. dealt with messiness in our circle. Yeah, and we had to learn amongst you know our circle. Like, okay, well, not to throw anybody out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. somebody was to bring something now. As we got older, we were like, okay, well, Ebony gonna be who she is. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, well, you might feel that way. Well, we all know Ebony gonna do what she gonna do, or Ronika gonna do what she gonna do, or Shayna gonna do what she gonna do. And it's like, we had to learn that it's nothing that you can say to make this person change. So it's like, we dealt with each other. We've grown with each other. So we know, like, mm-hmm. we've been messy before. So yeah, we can. And we now know how to approach each other. And don't, you know, yeah. approach each other and, you know, let us know, you know, let each other know what, you know, the situation is like, it's not cool or change that okay. shit, you know? But that comes and friendship. Y'all understand that. Think right. about it. Fucking with each other for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Understand with friendship, yes, we're going to have things we don't agree with. Just like sisters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. That's right. When the problem comes in is when we have new people, yeah. <laughs> we bring it to right. our circle. When we bring new people to the circle all the time. <laughs> Is they feel the comfortability to discuss things or say things. They decided they want to talk about somebody, whatever, whatever, but not knowing that we already know how this person is. Like, if yeah. we got a problem with maybe Crystal didn't show up to something. We just use an example, Crystal. Just use an example. But say Crystal didn't show up to something. And I'd be mad Crystal didn't show up. New friend want to talk about it, want to dwell on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's not your place to keep talking about it, dwelling on it. Leave it the fuck alone. Right. We know. Right. This may be what Crystal fucking do. She don't show up. Shit. <laughs> we talk about and you have and you have to be big. I think that the biggest thing is you have to be big enough to know when a you know with, with relationships, whether it's a sisterhood, whether you know it's a friendship, whether it's associates. You have to know your relationships. And you also, there's nothing wrong with being the bigger woman and extending that good old olive branch, even if you didn't mess up, right? Right. You know, because I think some people's pride is what gets them. Pride will kill you. Your pride will have you not speaking to somebody for a long time because you just feel like, I don't want that person to think that I was soft because I said. But I think if you value your relationship, and I'm about to take it to church. Just like you evaluate that relationship with that man who done broke your heart 25 million times. And you gonna send him a text. And you gonna watch whatever it is that he do or drive through his hood. 
that's the same energy you have to put in your friendship if you feel that relationship is worth it. That's right. it. And that's something you can't, you know, you can't make someone, just like a guy, you can't make someone value you more than what they do. You have to understand that some people, they like this. Everybody has a boiling point and they be like, this is my limit with you, that's it. And they're not going to put forth no effort. But me, as I've grown in my I've matured and it happened to me later in life. I've learned even if I'm not wrong, I'll go ahead and extend that olive branch. Now if you take it, you take it. If you don't, you don't. You don't. And I have to and I have to accept that. But I also have to make sure that before I extend that olive branch that I value that relationship. Is it worth saving? That person is right. Exactly. Exactly. So I you know, so I'll do it. And I think that's something that um <clears throat> you know women need to learn across the board is get that let that pride go let that the pride will have you ruining a lot of friendships and a lot of potential sisterhoods you know with you know messing up bonding I think everybody should be able to bond everybody don't mesh well with each other and that's that's cool but you can mess up a lot of bonds by forecasting and thinking too much and just instead of just doing hey so but EB you know what it's so crazy you said that because we were talking about earlier I was having lunch with a good friend of mine and we were talking mm-hmm. about having different sets of friends, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm one of them friends. I feel like I get along with everybody, you know. Yeah, I like uh-huh. to do everything. Me too, Shia. It's not much I don't like to do. I'm very adventurous. I'll be down to do some crazy shit, you know. That, that's mm-hmm. just me. But mm-hmm. you have those friends who be like, oh, that's ratchet. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I'm doing some things that you consider ratchet, I'm not going to invite you to those things, you know? Right. It doesn't mean right. that I don't respect you as a friend. I just know that this is something you're not into. Just like music. You know, I love all types of music. I like going to rock concerts, stoner concerts. I know you might not smoke weed. Hey, this is not a concert for you. You go to me. Right. You know, so when you talking right. about, as a friend, when another friend invites you to something, you cannot invite your other friend. Well, I think that... Um... You know, everything is not for everybody. Everybody is not into the same thing. What floats my boat may not float your Mm -hmm. boat. But then it goes back to, like I said, you have to know your relationships. So when you know your relationships and your bond with your friend is built for tough, that's not going to bother them that you're going to a Marilyn Manson Manson concert with one of your good friends when you know for sure that your other friend is not into Marilyn Manson, is not going to have a good time. And there's no tea, no shade, but I didn't invite you because I knew this is not what you're into. You know, that's, that's one thing. But if it's a situation where, you know, you and your friends have a pretty strong relationship and you are doing things that your friend you know, typically does with you or would love to do with you and you just opted them out without even extending the invite, that can cause a conflict. But again, I still think with any conflict that you may have with your friends, you guys have, to, the biggest thing with people across the board is communication. You have to communicate with people. That's the only way you're going to get any type of resolve because you can forecast all day, all night. And you, you can't, the thing is, you don't know what I'm thinking. You could think you know what I'm thinking. But you, you don't know. You have to communicate with me. And I think that's the best way to go, you know, to go about it. That's good. So, with that being said, do any of you other girls, Chrissy, Ronnie, do you have any last words for anybody about this girl? Don't be messy. 
how can we change this can is it something that can be changed or do you think it's just it is what it is like it ain't my battle I'm not a mean girl so I don't have to do anything about it I think that is something that can be changed I think that we all need to make we all have um issues that we deal with being messy and we Mm -hmm. all need to build each other up and uplift each other to help each other stop being messy Mm-hmm. So I think that's what this group is going to come. That's when this group is going to come into play because it's like we can uplift each other and, you know, yeah. deal with it in the chat and things like that. So I think that it is something that can change. I agree. I agree. I agree what about person. you, Ronnie? Um, I believe, you know me, I'm a care bear. So, you know, I don't sometimes when people messy, I don't pay attention. <laughs> so but okay. it actually, um, yeah, it can it can it can happen. I I. I get along with the messy and the unmessy, if that's a such word. Um, mm-hmm. But it could change. And, you know, a person that's messy, I believe they need to start hanging around more positive women, you know, um, mm-hmm. doing something different, um, changing their surroundings. Um, and, that, yeah. and that's it. Because most messy mo- most messy people that hang, that's messy, hang with messy people. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I have I have one other thing I didn't want to cut you, Shane, if you have something to say. But I do want to say this because this is for everyone that's, that'll be listening to our podcast. Um, I was on social media the other day and I saw a young lady who um, I don't know of her personally, um, but, you know, through knowing people mutually, I'll say mutually, I know of this person. And this person was um, being very transparent on social media and was in a total disarray. Um, and I've been noticing that a lot of um, females have are hurt right now. They're hurt. A lot of females feel lonely. A lot of females feel like they don't have any friends. Um, I don't know if that's part of the transition from, you know, how you had your friends through high school and then you merge off and then you meet your coworker friends and then you merge off and then you look at the all the friends that you had collectively together and you see they just dropping like flies. So like when you know, and as women our relationships dissolve and with a man you feel like, is it me? Is it me? And then you start seeing your friends disappear or they're not around like they used to. You think, is it me? Is it me? And I'm saying that to say that's what this person was saying. And this person was really breaking down on social media to the point where I feel bad. Like I was about to drop a tear because I'm like, you feel lonely. But you know, you know the, the problem with that, Ebony, and I'm, and I'm I had to cut you mm-hmm. off, but I'm going to tell you something. The problem with that is we live in a society that people saw that. That's a cry for help. And instead of reaching yeah. out to her, you know what people are gonna do? They're gonna judge her. They're gonna say she's weak. But yeah. oh, she's weak. She, yeah. how, how dare yeah. you? How you let a dude break you down? How you da, 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 da. you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I talk about a lot about people dealing with depression. Okay, being a person yeah. who has dealt with it, being a person who has lost a sister to suicide, doing dealing with depression, something that's very common in black communities. But because we're so scared of judgment, we don't mm-hmm. talk about it. You know, we don't talk about the yeah. fact of, you know, it's okay not to be okay. That right. we right. all go through some things. Just because somebody posts pictures and how you thinking that their life is glitter and gold don't mean that that's what it is. Thinking you can impress mm-hmm. other people instead of being, that's the problem. You know, everybody goes up and down and everybody have issues when it comes to men, you know. No one, mm-hmm. yeah. No one can physically say 
Oh, oh my, you know, oh, I ain't never had no issues. Never. You can't tell me never right. in life you've never had an issue. It's about how you handle the issue right. too, though. You see yeah. something like that, that young lady who was reaching out, you know, she got what's going on in her life. That's when we as black women should reach out to that young lady. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong right. with that. You reach out to her and you tell her, I know you don't personally know me. And I know you have social media, yeah. but I see that you're going through some things. And just to let you know, you let her know about the program. Or you let her know, mm-hmm. hey, if you've been in that situation, I have too been in that situation. Or I can relate, right. you know. And if you ever need somebody to talk to, because just real quick, it was a guy who had posted something on his page. One day he was talking mm-hmm. and the words he was saying mirrored my sister. And it made me think about when my sister was crying for help on social media and no one never caught it. And yeah. what he and what he was saying, I'm like, damn, he's hurting. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I went in his inbox and I said, you know, I know you personally don't know me, but I can yeah. see that you're going through some things right now. And I, you know, to let you know, I once was down a dark path. You know, talking to him, I said, if you ever feel like you need a friend or whatever. And what's so crazy is weeks later, he inboxed me back and he said, Shana, thank you so much. He said, because wow. I'm telling you, I was to a point that I was at yeah. that point. That yeah. I, like, you could you saved you could you saved his life, Shana. You you know you was yeah. you you saved saved his life. You did you did. But I yeah. wouldn't say I wouldn't say that like people ignoring that sign is being like ignorant. It's being uneducated because mental illness is like a stigma in our society because Correct. with within the yeah. black community because we were always raised that you don't let a person see you cry or you gotta be strong so it's like when somebody when a man or a woman is going through depression bipolar or anything with mental health it's like I don't want nobody to know because or I you know I don't want nobody to know because I'm supposed to be strong and so therefore their co-workers or their friends and their family they're uneducated about it because they don't know anything about mental health see me I was grown I grew up like my grandmother was um, she had group home so I know all about mental health so I can embrace a person yeah. that I see going through depression or talk to somebody you know what I'm saying but it's like we need to be educated right. it's a un- it's an unspoken so, thing it's something that we don't talk about yeah. in our society it's just like when a woman say I'm having a nervous breakdown there's no such thing as a nervous breakdown just to let y'all know that it's not the actual mm-hmm. te- technical medical thing you have a nervous breakdown it's just to a point that you have reached a point here, it's a break. Yeah. It's your breaking point. You know? Right, your breaking mm-hmm. point. So mentally, mm-hmm. can't handle the shit. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it is. So, what I was um saying is, people in our society, especially when it comes to not gonna lie, when it comes to black men, mm-hmm. when it comes to black men, that's a no no. That, oh, that's no no. He, yeah. he can't be depressed. What the, what you mean he's depressed? You know, that's mm-hmm. that's no no. Oh, he's weak. Oh, he, 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 something wrong with him. You know, he, he fucked up in the head. Then when a woman is suffering right. mentally, is oh, everybody thinks it's funny. Oh, she's just crazy. That shit funny. Yeah. It's not funny. Yeah. A lot of these people, and, and I'm not sure when we talk about other subjects, we're going to touch on these subjects. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and I tell people, dating a woman, and she tells you about her life, mm-hmm. she's been through and what's going on in her life, and she tell you how she's been hurt, that mm-hmm. to turn around and hurt her the same fucking way. Because what you don't understand is that that could be that lady's last fucking breaking point. And then when she snaps and do something That's fucking crazy, then y'all like, oh my God, she's just crazy. No. Right. You you hit her trigger. People have triggers. Right. And that's what happens. Right. You hit that trigger and everybody think, oh no, she's just crazy. 
she does look on fire. Mm-hmm. These bras just be crazy, or 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 she whipped, or you know, or you know, little stuff like that. Yeah. And that's not what the situation is. It's, the problem is people mentally are suffering through things. People are going through things in life, and we just don't discuss it. We just don't touch on it. And that's what the problem is a lot in the society. I think as we go along and we realize that everything is not that's white people shit. Because I, I I hate when people say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like that burns my soul. Yeah, when a woman say she's mm-hmm. tired. Yeah. I, here. We're tired of mm-hmm. down. We're tired of going to this right. job, taking care of these kids, making sure everything is fucking taken care of. We're tired. We're tired of making sure that our black okay. man is out here, you know. Mm-hmm. I tell people every day is I'm okay. That's right. And and that's and that's the main reason why I am proud to say that I'm grateful for those who, who decided to join the girls' lounge. This is just the beginning. It's a lot of people that just need somebody to talk to, need an outlet. Like right now. We are going through something that this world has never been through. The United States of America, I'm saying, since we have been born, I'm not talking about what happened way, way back when. Since we've been born, we have never been shut down, locked in, quarantined, cabin fever, job loss. It's so much going on in this world right now, and people just need someone to talk to. And I'm saying for our women, you know, I want this group to be the outlet to say, let me take my ponytail holder down. Let me talk about it. And let's have some big sis talks. And we not here to knock you down, kick you in your back, judge you for your past or your future. Mm-hmm. But what we are here to do is come together and collab and unite and motivate. And let's bring these topics on the table and let's talk about it. And with some of the issues that we may talk about over the next few episodes and moving forward, let's right the wrong. Let's fix it. Because we can keep talking about it, but what are we going to do about it? So let's fix it. So I want to thank you girls for joining me today. This was definitely um, a really good topic tonight. We we covered some good things. Um, I'm going to post this link on the Facebook page, um, the Girls Lounge 216. And we're also going to discuss what we talked about today within the group. And let's hear what others have to say. And like I said, let's focus on for moving forward. Because we already know Mean Girls exist. It's been existing. And people have been messy. But let's change. Let's, let's reunite. Let's come together. Let's motivate. And let's 